case. Hi everybody, Greg Rust and Dan Herrera with you for this edition of the KTM Summer Grill, joined by man, myth, legend, circuit owner, whatever you want to call him, Tony Quinn. Welcome to the show. How are you? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm, um, yeah, I'm fine. I've uh, had a reasonably um, quiet year, to be honest. Quiet? Yeah, a little bit quiet by my standard. And I'm still recovering from that horrific meeting with the concrete wall mm-hmm. um, 18 months ago. But I, I am definitely getting better. But I think I'll always have a limp of some sort. Mm. People yeah. probably don't realise. I mean, you had the 10th anniversary celebrations for Highlands this year and you spoke to some of the members there about it. I mean, you, you were almost a bit emotional at that time about how much that had knocked you around. Yeah, absolutely. It, um, it, <laughs> it knocked me around in more ways than one. Mm. Um, and it was a near-death experience. I mean, it was all sorts of things going on and blood transfusions and punctured lungs and mm. also 12 broken ribs. And, you know, and Kate, uh, we, she was Googling something the other day and apparently over 40, if you have cracked ribs and fractured ribs, it reduces your, um, your lungs quite a bit. Because I've felt a bit breathless of late. And, um, you know, it's Mother Nature saying you're getting old. Mm. Um, but, yeah, it, it, it has an effect. So. Amazingly, I know Dan's got some questions here. Amazingly, you are back driving. There was a lot of, you know, question marks about whether you would, you would race again and, and you are doing some of that, and that's terrific. Yeah, and I tell people that I, I didn't think I would. Mm. Um, but I said to Harry that, I'd like to go to QR and just see if I can do 20 minutes in the car. And um, I did, and I did two 20 minutes, and I enjoyed it. I came out of the car and said to Harry that I really enjoyed that. Um, And it felt on reflection that the the last few years were an obligation or an expectation that you would go racing. Mm -hmm. Um, But now I just do it for the pure enjoyment I don't want to get in anybody's way. I'm not racing. I'm going round and round in circles. And um, so long as I'm enjoying it, it's fine. And if it happens to start pouring the rain, I'll just come in. I don't want any more cups or trophies. or I don't need any of that. So I just want to enjoy it. I enjoy the people. I enjoy the camaraderie that's um, in the pits and you know the bullshit that gets talked and all of that stuff. I actually like... I like race car drivers and teams um, as a as a community because I find that they're all quite witty mm. and quite they, they make a lot of quick decisions and I like that I don't like pondering on things mm-hmm. um, so I like the I like the community I like the people and well you have had a win this year I mean you even in the Sunraysia Safari <laughs> a few months back. Tell us about that experience. That's something a bit different it's to you as well, uh, isn't it? No, I've done it for quite a long time, but not very successfully. Um, you know, we always broke down or we had something wrong. Or It's a tough, tough gig. It's probably one of the toughest things you can do in Australian motorsport. Um, it's days on end out in the Australian bush where there is not a lot. And when you're going through there... You know, stage, you know, 220 kilometre stage through bush. And you think, you come across an old derelict house and you think, who the hell built that? Why did they do that? It makes no sense whatsoever. And I remember this year we did 
one stage, 95 kilometers, through one farm. We didn't go through any gates to another farm. We just So it's a totally different experience, and you have to have the right equipment. Um, for the first five years, I didn't have the right equipment. We thought we could do it on the cheap, but um, I've now got a, a sort of second-hand Dakar, Nissan Navara, um, which is just brilliant. It, it goes over stumps and rocks and dry river beds and hits kangaroos and sheep and stuff and <laughs> <laughs> it comes out best, you know. So so we yeah, we won it this year. I don't know what the the winning margin was, but um it can be substantial because everybody gets lost. We got lost twice. Mm-hmm. Um because you take the wrong track or you didn't see that track or whatever and you just get lost. And so it, everybody gets lost. So it just depends on it's not about the skill of driving, it's about the, the, the true skill of navigation. Very Dakar-esque. The serious stuff now, I guess, you know, you, you wear many hats, but one of them is, you know, the largest shareholder in, in AAA. You, you're two years into that now. Big picture. How have you found it? How do you see AAA? How's uh, it going? I, I think AAA's been one of the best investments, probably not commercially, but... Personally and um, from an enjoyment point of view, I enjoy being involved with Triple Eight. It's, it's really cool. Um, I've seen a massive improvement in Jamie's uh, ability to be a CEO this year. It's been really good. And I think next year's looking really good for him. Um, I just got a text this morning saying that we've had a couple of jobs from Qantas because we, it's not just the race team, we have an engineering division that's really quite high tech, high spec, um, and we've got, uh, you know, we've got certificates that we can make airplane parts and stuff, so we're doing a few jobs for Qantas, and that's quite exciting commercially, um, because obviously the the um, work for V8 supercars, if you like, mm-hmm. has kind of dried up with the Gen 3 thing, so we're going to branch off into weird and wonderful engineering um, adventures. So, so this is the, the second workshop around the corner? Yeah, we, we call it number 73. It's, I think it's because it's number 73 Depot Street. <laughs> but we call it, Makes it's sense. like Area 51. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's number 73, and we have a bunch of guys over there that are doing a great job. And um, so we're going to, it always was the plan to develop it um, into a bigger, better thing. But I think next year we're going to have a wee bit of a focus on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we've got, the obviously, the, the two um, V8s and also um, looking after the Mercedes GD3 division is quite a quite a challenge as well. So, no, is a tremendous business. And, you know, the founder, Roland Dane, did such a good job with setting the whole thing up. It's a marvellous culture that's there. Um, everybody gets on with their job. They're all very, very good at their job. And so it's, I just stand at the back of the garage and just drink Red Bull. <laughs> <laughs> can, we, can, can we talk the team itself? And the, obviously, you know, the significant change is Shane's departure, Will Brown coming in, and, and so on. How much of a loss is... Yeah, that's, that, that's a good question because obviously um, I think now it's become apparent that Shane... Uh, really struggled 
a couple of things. He felt that he should have been um, involved to some extent in the design of the Gen 3 car. Mm. He felt he had some input, not for him, but for all the drivers. Mm. And he was basically, no, we don't need that help. When we rolled up at Newcastle, the cars were not right. There was a massive rush to the end. And the cars weren't um, as where they should have been. Mm. Um, and there was a lot of frustration amongst all of the, well, our team anyway, that um, we weren't where we were supposed to be. Um, the cars were way too hot. There was all sorts of things wrong with them. Shane really struggled with the heat inside his car. We got the nod from Adrian Burgess that, you know, yeah, yeah, that'll be all right. And then it all changed. Um, the protest... We got disqualified. Changed the whole year mm. for the team. We felt really um, jaded about that, to be fair. And so I think that reflected in Shane's um, demeanour. He just he, he was kind of, you know, not that um, supportive of the whole thing. Uh, anyway, as the, as the year went on, he won a few races, did a few things. And then when America came in, mm. his whole world changed. And we were all genuinely happy for him. Mm. Um, I think it's the best thing he could ever do. And for the team, if we can just, you know, if you think about the team, Jamie, um, it was a different relationship with Jamie and Shane when they were drivers to when Jamie was a CEO and Shane was a driver. There was a little bit, it was difficult for Jamie, mm. to be honest. Um, and now that Shane's gone to America to, to pursue greatness there, and I think he will, um, I think the job for the team, the team next year, I think, is going to be a lot more cohesive and we'll be back to um, a proper team all travelling in the same direction. Mm. I think Will Brown will be a good addition. He's the young loungy. You can't, you can't make him not smile. <laughs> he just <laughs> smiles. Mm. Um, so, you know, I think, and Jamie gets on well with Will. So I think in Brock, I was at the dinner uh, in Adelaide and all the drivers are yahooing about and stuff like that and all their girlfriends and stuff. You know, it's all quite sociable. But um, I was impressed with Brock. Um, Brock was so focused on next year. He's ready, hey. He's, he's ready. ready, he's coming, mm. and he's going to have a, a real good crack. So I think the team is poised to to uh, go again, hopefully, um, and we'll, we'll give it a breast crack, I reckon. I think Jamie's going to be up a level. Brock's definitely going to be up a level, and we'll be, we'll, we'll be where we'll, we'll be, mm. whatever he fits in. But the team's all solid. Nobody's... Um, disappearing off to another team. Mm. You know, the trouble with being Triple Eight is that all the other teams want to steal your staff. Mm. And it's always a problem around this time of year where, you know, wages are negotiated and salaries and conditions are negotiated because they've had offers from somebody else. But uh, uh, this year, I, I would have to say that it's the most stable of all the years I've been involved with anyway. So I, I get a good feeling about next year. And it's very difficult. I mean, we came off a high in 22 of winning everything. We won everything. Mm. There was nothing left to win. This year, 
Um, we won Bathurst, we won Sandor, um, and we won the best presented team. Which is not quite what, you know, mm. thank you, mm. but mm, no, we're going to try. The, the, enduros, the Enduros are still still um, good box tick, but I think where you're going is that, that some of the stuff that you feel like you've missed relative to other years has only increased the hunger. Is that what yeah, you're basically saying? A hundred percent. And I think the team will gel a lot more because we won't have the distraction of Shane going away. Mm. And the media giving him a hard time. I mean, I sympathise with the guy. It's a pain in the arse when people are chasing you and asking you the same numb questions all the time. Mm. You know, he, he, that's not Shane. He doesn't want to do that. Mm. He wants to go out and race. He went to Highlands and raced Aussie race cars, never raced them before, and won every race. Mm. That's Shane. That's what he wants to do. Mm. I think he has said, though, that he could have handled some aspects of that better, hasn't he? I mean, clearly there were moments of that. Um, but, you know, that's that, at the same time, that's not how he's wired either. That's, that's not his thing. No, no. And so, so that's incumbent. What I'm saying is that's then incumbent on the media to tackle it in a way that perhaps connects better with him. Yeah, and the media is the media. You've got to love them and you can hate them sometimes as mm. well, but... You know, they've got a job to do. Mm. The trouble is that there's 20 people doing the same job, asking the same mm. questions. And that, that gets a bit tedious. I, I happened to watch a snippet of the movie Diana on Netflix or whatever it was the other night. And she was just hounded. Massively. By the media. Mm. You know, it, it's a little bit unfair. But anyway. I'm not. I'm available anytime. <laughs> the media can have We found a window. Anytime. That's good. Before we move on here, you brought up um, Highlands and Six Hour. How good to have that back this year. And it was back with a bang, wasn't it? It was huge. Yeah, it was good. I mean, it, you know, like we had 55 expressions of interest, you know. And this is, this is typical of major events. Um, we had 21 or 22 cars. Mm, but good. They the were good, pretty good quality. Excellent mm. cars mm. and excellent teams, no doubt. But, you know, just a few more numbers would have made all the difference because the budget was done on 45 cars. <laughs> so there's a commercial aspect to that whole thing as well. But I understand, you know. So next year, I think we've decided to do it in the middle of December and we'll see if Santa Claus can make an early appearance mm. or something and try and, as we do in New Zealand, we just try and do things differently. I mean, the favourite thing for most people... Um, was the Le Mans start. Mm. I mean, it's incredible the amount of, of noise it gets pre-race and, and even amongst all, the drivers. And then even after it. I mean, I all, the, all the photos of people running and <laughs> wincing in pain, and it was terrific. <laughs> I know. Mm. It's, it's amazing, and it's, it's just good fun. And, of course, what a fantastic... We gave away a Lamborghini. It's a Lamborghini that we've had since the beginning of... A, it must be eight or ten years old or whatever. And it's done a lot of good stuff for us it's been a very very reliable car very good but it was time for it to go mm. and we we raffled it and uh, gave it away to one of the original helpers at uh, what do you, volunteer at highlands he won it so he's he's chuffed he's very happy it's good dan's probably got a few more questions here can, can i go to you and i spoke on this very format for the summer grill exactly 12 months ago and in that conversation you talked about a kind of broad brush report card, if you like, for 
supercars and you were a bit at the time with race I think it's probably fair to say you you were a bit underwhelmed if I'm if I'm uh, perhaps paraphrasing mm-hmm. um, about what they had done what about 2023 how do you feel about the sport and the things that either has or hasn't achieved in in 2023 in a broad sense yeah I, look I, I, I you know I don't think it's been exceptional mm-hmm yeah, I I think they've lacked quite a bit, um, and I I'm sure I said it last year. They need someone to spruik their business, mm-hmm. to spruik what they're doing. They need to they need to amp it up. It's very um, almost hush hush, and even the calendar this year that that seemed to take forever to put out again, and then when it did come out, there was nobody telling the big story and selling the sizzle, you know? Mm. Um, and I still think that's a fault. I spoke with um, a few of the people at the dinner again. Um, they're all excited about going to Taupe, and I think that will be a, a good event for them. Um, but, you know, we need to amp it up, and, you know, Newcastle's gone. It'll never come back. Um, and maybe, and uh, plenty of people have said it, that maybe they need to look at, the existing tracks that are already there and, um, you know, making more of the... Telling people what they're doing. Doing. Yeah, that's... That, in any business, you've got to tell... In fact, a lot of businesses bullshit what they're doing. Mm. And um, VH could do that as well. They could have a bit of bullshit going on. <laughs> Be good. What about the... You mentioned the need for Spreaker, but what about the, the product itself? It feels a bit samey from year to year now and the calendar like you've touched yeah. on the calendar it's yeah. it's only 12 events it it really feels like everything's going through the motions at the moment fair comment or not yeah 100 percent. i think everybody feels the same and some people have been underwhelmed by the cars i think the cars are pretty good the, the cars have been confused with the parody issue now again we shouldn't take 12 months to sort that out mm. but Okay, we've now sent them off to America. Whatever comes out of that thing, that's what it's going to be. That's it. End of story. And, you know, we, d- we need to get on with it after that. And, um, you know, find whatever secret Erebus have. We just need to plug that in. Do you feel like the racing will actually get to a point where, um, I know not everyone has liked the new gen car, but will it get to a point where we're actually going to be with a product from a, a competition perspective, that will actually be quite a good spectacle. I hope so. I think so. Mm-hmm. And I hope so. It's the old story. Um, you know, when people don't have parity, they want parity. Mm. And when they've got parity, they don't want parity. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's, it's so weird. Mm. Um, you know, and parity tends to stifle um, innovation and... Um, new ideas or whatever. So very difficult to um, navigate that one. But I think the safe ground is parody um, and mix up the product. Somehow come up with Le Mans start. Mm. You know, like... Formats, whatever it might be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's not just keep doing the same old thing Mm. that we've always done. I'm a great believer in entertaining the people and... You know, there's a lot of drivers there that have been there for too long. You know, they need to move on. We need to get new blood in and um, let them make mistakes or whatever they're doing or find new talent 
We have to you tell know? people about them, though. We have to. Yeah, it is 100%. incumbent on, on, on the sport in particular 100%. to go, this is who Will Brown is. This is yeah. who Brock Feeney is and so on. Yeah, 100%. Mm. You, you know, it feels to me that the V8s race have bought the V8s and they're letting it run. Nobody's taken it and gone, right, this is what we're going to do with it. Because mm. in any business, if you just let the business run on its own steam it will eventually diminish and mm -hmm. disappear. So I think, um, it's the old story, we've got to back the right people. We've got to get the right people in there to sell the sizzle. And there's a few people in there that I know, whether they're right or wrong, but they definitely have some sizzle ability. Mm -hmm. They just need to get to the front. Where is, I guess, where is the growth and where are the opportunities that you see for supercars, who should we be going to? What, what exactly should they be trying to sell? Well, I mean, I, I don't... I'm not a genius at all. But I would like... So my plan is um, to... Um, and I can only speak about New Zealand, really. Um, but my plan is to put on a really good, sh good show in Taupo for everybody... Um, I know that they've sold the corporates out, which is always a good sign. We've got 700 campsites established. We're going to be there. Place is looking great too. Place yeah, is looking terrific. That's yeah. going to be a good thing. But my mission, I'm telling you straight now, maybe to scoop whatever, um, but my mission is after, on the Sunday evening of the event, I hope to be able to go to the executives at Supercars and say, right, we now need to start planning for a double header. For an endurance race at Hampton Downs and a sprint race at Tobo, or vice versa, whatever it is, we need to start planning for that. Because the Kiwis are a are a great source of fans. <laughs> and you know, a lot of the sponsors that are in the uh, V eight series have quite a presence in New Zealand. And if we start working on it after a good event, I think so that's uh, like that's what I'd be doing because you can, you can absorb a lot of the cost mm. um, quite well. And so it's not going to cost you another round. It's, it's going to be quite an efficient thing. You rattled off your two North Island tracks there, though. Is Highlands not? I mean, I don't know what you can share here. Is, I, is, is yeah, I know. I mean, and, well, okay. So also what I like to do with Highlands, because we need New Zealand needs to use the V8s to promote tourism. Mm-hmm. So what we should do when we're in Taupo in April, four or five drivers need to come down to Highlands. It won't take much arm twisting. No, <laughs> they need to come down to Highlands and we need to make a Sky, um, you know, like a Foxtel yep. show, half-hour show, lifestyle show, whatever, about the Highlands. And, you know, do a little bit of Highlands driving, whatever it is, but also expose the area. The whole region's beautiful the, the through region. there. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we can have a... Piss up contest. <laughs> all, the, all the drivers can drink as much red wine as they can, and then see how many steps they can take. How's, how's Ryder? He's uh, been in Carrera Cup this year. Will he? Will your grandson continue racing? What's his What's his plan, sir? Yes, um, yes, he will. He definitely wants to. He feels that he's done a year of learning and being pushed around and bashed into walls and stuff. Some of them done himself. Um, but it's such 
difficult category, mm. difficult category to um, get out of the trouble. Um, you, you either have to be way out front or way behind to stay out of trouble because everybody in the middle <laughs> is wanting to get to the front in the first corner. And, you know, sadly, you know, 30 into three doesn't go. So that, so I think he's he'll be a lot more mature next year um, and certainly has the backing of me for next year in Carrera Cup. Um, but it can be an expensive category um, because of the new laws, I guess, that Porsche have imposed with their engineering. I think half the car is aluminium and half is steel, and so they're glued together and riveted or whatever. And so you can only, it doesn't take much to require a full shell, which is a lot of money. Mm -hmm. And so you want to avoid that, which is a little bit, I don't know how they're going to sort that. But the older Porsches, we used to crash them and fix them the next week. No problem, because I did a few. Mm. Um, but the new ones, you'd, you'd crash them and you have to reshell it, which seems ridiculous. Really? You know what I mean? money for someone anyway yeah uh, I, and you know they're gonna have to watch themselves because it's ninety six thousand dollars mm -hmm. for a new shell for a porsche and i can tell you you get 36 dollars from the scrap man for the old one so there's a bit of a gap there um but you know sponsors are having to cough up with that on a regular basis and it's like they're gonna have to watch themselves that they don't price themselves out of the market but, you know, Callum Hedge, who uh, TQF supported from New Zealand, he's done a great job this year, and he's, he's on his way to uh, bigger and better things mm. I think next year, which has been a great, uh, great pleasure for us. Well, that's probably one of the ways we can wrap this up, is that, that, uh, that element of, of future and legacy and, and, and so on. I mean, to see someone like him who's had success in America this year, Carrera Cup as you just rattled off in Australia, and now off to do some good things in, in the United States. From what I from what I I mean what we've seen on track, but then away from that, he's he's got some serious potential, doesn't he? No, I think so. I think so. And that's one of the, the pleasures I get nowadays. I've I've got a, a a team of people, the board of trustees around me. Um I've I've worked out that I'm not going to be here forever and maybe not for much longer, <laughs> who knows? Um, but what I want to do is make sure that when I'm gone, that the three tracks in New Zealand carry on, as mm -hmm. is, along with the TQF. So that's kind of a fair bit of my work now, is to make sure that that can continue for the next you know, decades, 25 years, 50 years, whatever, mm. and be self-supporting and self-sufficient. And uh, I think that that's going to be a great legacy for me to leave behind. Mm. Um, and I won't be able to leave any bills behind because I know that the Kiwis won't pay them. So <laughs> I'll have to square them all up first. Um, but yeah, so that's something that's a little bit quiet-ish. Um, it, and it gives young Kiwi kids um, a, a proper pathway uh, to have a career in motorsport. And we're all, I mean, we're all quite proud of that, mm. as you know. That's that side of the ditch. What about Queensland Raceway here? Queensland Raceway is great. I love it. I got the, I treat it like my farm. Like I go out there and it's just like having a farm. You go around the place, you have a look around. 
And it's always quite, um, it's, it's high risk, but it's high reward. Mm -hmm. So I enjoy the rewards. I enjoy um, seeing people smiling and having a good time. Um, yeah, there's always the risk of uh, idiots on the track and stuff like that. But we've, we've managed to um, rein that in quite a bit. And I think that we give the vast majority of customers a good experience now, which mm. um, is good. And Josh and the team out there um, do a marvellous job, mm. yeah, much better job than I could do. Mm. But um, it's very enjoyable, and we are constantly improving the facility. Um, and I think uh, Josh wants to run a little internal circuit next year just for small sprints stuff so we're all we're always having i don't know ideas awesome yeah and but i'm happy it's good glad to get you back on the summer grill this year thank you very much for stopping by congratulations on 10 years at uh at highlands and here's all you know all the best for for 2024 with uh with triple eight there's some great great things there in the pipeline we'll be there there you go. We'll be very, very close if we're not there. Righto. Tony <laughs> Quinn joining us on this edition of the Summer Grill, brought to you by KTM Ready to Race. Make sure you check back in with the Speed Cafe website tomorrow morning to see who our next guest is. You could be a winner each episode of the Summer Grill. KTM are giving you the chance to win a bar stool, a mug, and this race-inspired clock as well. So there's more good reasons to tune in and hear from some of the stars of World Motorsport here as a part of the KTM Summer Grill. All you've got to do is click on the link below, fill in your details, and you could be in the running to win.